0: This is Why We Plan, a podcast for business owners and their advisors about how to better plan for the exit from a business. Join us each episode as we discuss different elements of exit planning, including real life stories, challenges and opportunities of owners and their advisors.
1: Welcome, everybody, to this edition of our podcast, Why We Plan. I'm John Brown, your host. And with me, all the way from Anchorage, Alaska, is Christine Gamash. Did I pronounce your name correctly?
2: Yes. Thank you so much for having me here, John.
1: Thank you, Christine. Christine is a financial advisor and she's part of an estate planning organization in Anchorage. Uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit today about exit planning. Uh, specifically her exit planning practice. And I thought Christina would start off with uh, maybe talking a little bit about how in BEI, how we begin an exit planning uh, engagement. And that is by asking the owner and getting information from the owner about what their goals are and the resources are available today to achieve those goals. And what resources then do they need to have by the time they're ready to leave their business. So it sounds from our earlier discussion, that's a lot of what you do. I know your focus is on women entrepreneurs in Anchorage, but tell us about how you approach that topic.
2: Sure. Yeah. So with business owners, as you know, most of their assets are tied up in the business. Yeah. They don't have the cash that most financial advisors would really kind of go after, right? Because they want to invest that cash. Um, So when I talk to business owners, you know, that is exactly what we do. We We figure out what they have on their balance sheet. We figure out what they're planning for, what their goals are down the road. And then we build that bridge to get there. And we figure out what tools do we need in order to cross that bridge? What levers can we pull to close that gap? that's where the financial planning side kind of comes in for business owners.
1: So you're talking to them about um, investment approaches to building up a retirement fund financially. Uh, How do you help them build business value? Do you talk to them about the importance of good management in a company and how to build that management team?
2: absolutely i really really believe strongly that education is should be the foundation of what business owners are doing for their business and for their personal life and so i build in conversations about exit planning from day one right so i tell them hey you need to be profitable i don't care what your revenue is you know you tell me you made 6 million dollars last year that means nothing to me honestly right? Mm-hmm. If I look at your P&L, you weren't profitable.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: how is an owner going to sell their business in 10 years if they're not profitable today, right? We need to build up all the different things in order to increase that enterprise value and be ready to sell it down the road.
1: So when you talk to your owners about building value, are you suggesting they work with other advisors, other CPAs who are, who can help them in that, or attorneys, uh, business coaches, consultants, do you bring in other advisors into that, into that meeting at some point?
2: Absolutely. It it takes a village, right? Um, I don't have the answers. I don't want to have the answers for everything. I'm Mm -hmm. more of like the quarterback, right? Where I say, hey, this is what you need to be doing now. You're going to go over here. You're going to talk to that person. We're going to get all of these people on our personal advisory board because they're the ones that are going to know how to move you
1: forward. Sure. So in, in you know, one thing I found in, in exit planning for all the decades I've been doing that is owners can have a knife, a nice lifestyle while they own the business. hmm It's through compensation, sometimes through S distributions. But when it comes time then to exit, suddenly that business that might be worth $2 million, let's say, Mm -hmm. they sell it and they end up with a million and a half dollars. And now if they don't have a lot of outside financial assets, they need to live off of that million and a half dollars for the rest of their lives. And that might be a four or 5% withdrawal rate. So that might be what, you know, $70,000 a year. And they're used to living on two or three or four times that. How do you, how do you get that across to your clients?
2: That's a really difficult conversation to have, right? Um, Especially when the owner has been using the business as a lifestyle business.
1: Right. They haven't
2: been paying themselves regularly. Um, I just had a client that I, I acquired, and, and we're going through her PL and saying, Hey, look, you need to stop taking whatever's left over at the end of the month, right? To fund your mm-hmm. lifestyle, you need to start paying yourself a regular salary. And from that exercise, now we can kind of forecast the growth of the business we can build in value, and then you're right, we can start saving for retirement. So yes, we want this business sale to be a big chunk of your retirement plan, but we can't rely on that completely. We also have to start saving um, in tax efficient vehicles, and we have to start putting aside money in other investments, right? Uh, Especially for business owners, they really like real estate, for example right? Mm -hmm. So how can real estate fit into my portfolio when I retire? How can that supplement my income? Um, Or, hey, I really want to go and invest in this other business in the community or down the road. Um, How can I do that and still have my business that I'm working on, right? So it's a lot of different moving parts that business owners are accustomed to, but they have to make sure that they are thinking about this as a holistic portfolio, that all these pieces are working together for the owner's final goals.
1: Sure. And it's, and it, I guess the, the, and the other point I, I think we should discuss a bit is, I know you represent a lot of women entrepreneurs. So I'd like to know, do they have any special challenges and especially in Alaska, because I think of Alaska as kind of a male dominated macho type of a outdoors experience lifestyle. Is that, am I totally off base in that? Is that a special challenge for women who are also business owners?
2: Yeah. Okay. So that's two, two parts to that question, right? So first of all, I do think that women have different considerations than the typical um, male business owner. Right. And I do work with both. I'm not exclusive to women. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, when we talk a lot about, um, for example, how to pay yourself, when it comes to compensation, women tend to not pay themselves or they pay themselves last. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's also a lot of emotions that happen around money, uh, Money can be a vehicle for carrying guilt or shame or um, pride or happiness, right? And so when I deal with women or work with women, we talk a lot about those feelings. So sometimes I feel like a a therapist or a counselor, which (laughs) I'm not, but I'll tell you, I've had a lot of those same feelings as a business owner and as a woman. So um, we talk about that. We talk about death and divorce a lot statistically women are going to be left alone at the end of their lives so how do we work through that how do we make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and the people that we love and then on the flip side of that you talk about Alaska yeah yeah it is a very outdoor environment up here but really Alaska has a very large population of women entrepreneurs That's Uh, yeah yeah we I think it's maybe not quite 50, 50, but you know, it's close. It's definitely close. And I think there's a very um, open acceptance of women business owners and, you know, women just kicking butt really, (laughs) so we do what we want to do here. That is interesting.
1: Uh, Any other thoughts you have on exit planning in Alaska uh, that, that you wanted to cover?
2: Yeah. So in Alaska, we are different because you can't go down our main street and not bump into all sorts of mom and pop shops, um, independently owned. We do have our big box stores, Mm -hmm. right? But for the most part, um, our community is made up of business owners and entrepreneurs. And when the pandemic hit, we noticed You know, a lot of these baby boomers are suddenly wanting to retire. They want to get out. And if they don't have something lined up, they're selling just whatever they can get for their printer or for the land or for their excavation machine, right? And to me and to a lot of advisors up here, that's not okay. Because what that means is that they're not maximizing the value out of the business out of decades of blood, sweat, and tears, and they're not getting what they deserve from their business, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of business owners, even in the lower 48, they've experienced a lot of that. And we want to make sure that owners have the opportunity to maximize the value from their business to sell it and to retire on their own terms.
1: Well, and that gets back to your point on your focus is really on education because owners don't know uh, how much money that most owners want to continue their lifestyle after they leave their business. They don't want to really diminish their lifestyle. And they just don't realize that when they sell their business, the net proceeds are not going to come close to being sufficient to let them continue their lifestyle unless they grow a very successful business. And that's a business that's worth millions of dollars, not little mom and pops. Right. So the, the mom and pops, which are the vast bulk of businesses in this country, they, their exit plan is not so much building value in the company because they're not able to do it. It's really financial planning. Mm-hmm. So here I am, the ex planner, now talking to the financial planner about how you need to talk about financial planning to your clients. But a lot of, for a lot of smaller owners, that's exactly what they have to do.
2: Right. Yeah. And in my profession, you know, I've worked with techpreneurs and sports celebrities and mom and pops. I've worked with a whole gamut of types yeah. of people. And you're absolutely right the people that are successful in retirement are the ones that have a good plan and they stick to it. So we've got teachers, you know, public servants that didn't have millions of dollars coming in every year. And yet now they are the millionaires down the street, right? And then also on the flip side, those big celebrities that do make millions and now they're getting a second or third job, right? So there is a very there's a common denominator, right? And what is that? It's the planning.
1: And I guess that's why we plan.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. If you'd like more information on better ways to plan for the future, please visit exitplanning.com. As an advisor, you have the technical skills to assist business owners in exit planning. However, Few advisors know how to package the process and use it to drive the demand for their service. Learn how when you attend an upcoming bootcamp workshop. Visit exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp to see the latest schedule and to register. That's exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp. Don't miss the opportunity to take advantage of all exit planning can offer and to set yourself apart from the competition.